Happy Easter. Happy Easter. This is the first time since 2019 that we've been inside the church for the Easter vigil. Last year, you might remember, we were out in the parking lot because of COVID. Two years ago, it was, I think, Father Alonso and Deacon George and probably Deacon Julio and me in the church, and it was empty and it was cold and it was strange. Welcome back to Father Kylie as well. So this is the first time in three years that we've been inside the church for the Easter Vigil. That's a great blessing. We had a custom in this parish, in this homily, before people are baptized at the Easter Vigil, that we used to say a word out loud at this point. Does anyone remember what that word was? That was it. Alleluia. Alleluia is a Christian word saying praise God. It's almost as if we don't have the words because we're so filled with thanks to God. Alleluia is one of the ultimate Easter words. So it's really important if you believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world, and if you believe that he has risen from the dead, it's very important that you have a place where you can say Alleluia as loud as you like, and no one is offended. And I think this should be that place. So let's just see if we remember how to do this. One, two, three. Eh, 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 eh. So I know we're tired from COVID. We've been fasting for six weeks. Everybody's very weak. I think that's very weak. I don't know if God can hear that. So let's try another time. One, two, three. That's even better. And then the last time, let's say it loud enough so that someone as evil as Vladimir Putin could hear it. Jesus has risen from the dead. One, two, three. And that's what we should be saying. About 2,000 years ago, there was a person named Jesus who was about 30 years old. He was a Jewish man, same spiritual heritage we have. People who believe in the things that Father Alonso just said that we heard in those readings. People who believe that God made the world. God made the world out of love. Everything was perfect at the beginning, and we human beings turned away from God. Jesus was a Jewish man who believed, like all Jewish people, that God, through history, in a particular way with our Jewish ancestors, entered into their lives and kept telling them, I love you, and I want to free you from sin. I want to free you from bad things. That second reading we heard, which we heard all during Lent, God enters into their slavery in Egypt and frees them from slavery, but they still sin. Jewish people believed for generation after generation, one day, God would send someone, no one knew who it would be, to be the Messiah, to be the savior of the world, to get the world back to God, not just for a while, like freedom from slavery in Egypt, but forever. Jewish people hoped for generations that someone, God would send someone to be the Messiah. About 2,000 years ago, this man Jesus, at about age 30, went out into the world and he told people more and more and very clearly, he was the Messiah. That's either true or false. There's nothing in between. 
If I get up here today and I tell you I'm God's Messiah, I hope you head for the doors, because that's false. There's no in-between. Jesus told people he had existed forever. He told people that God the Creator was his daddy. He told people that he had come to this world to bring the world back to God. He told people, if you live in me, you will never die on this earth if you actually follow me. And when you die physically, you'll live forever. He told people he was starting the kingdom of God, the final age of human history. And if people would follow him, they could become part of the kingdom of God now and forever. He told people he was God ultimately. He used the word for God. He was God, God's son, fully God. All Jesus did was love selflessly. He gave to people. He sacrificed for people. He forgave people. He healed people. He multiplied food for people. All he ever did was live selfless, giving, forgiving, merciful love. What we entered into for the last few days was what actually happened to Jesus. People said, no, you are not the Messiah. No, we will not follow you. Not just we won't follow you, not just we oppose you, not just we think that's ridiculous, we will kill you. You are so not the Messiah that we will kill you. And we heard this the last week. When those people crucified Jesus, when they nailed him to a cross, they said, if you are the Messiah, save yourself. It was actually pretty smart. If you're the savior of the world, save yourself. If you're God's son, save yourself. Yesterday, as Father Alonso just said, many of us, including many of you, entered, entered into what really happened to Jesus. He was killed and he was put into a tomb. And all those evil people who killed him, they thought they were right. They were sure that he was not the Messiah. The reason we're in this church tonight is because the fact is, three days after he was put into the tomb, he rose from the dead. Three days after he was put in that tomb, people went to the tomb and it was empty and he appeared to them. It was the same Jesus. They could see the marks where he had been tortured, where they put the lance in his side, but he was totally alive, spiritually, physically, in every way. It wasn't just like rising from the dead briefly, totally alive. He had risen from the dead, which turned out that his love, selfless, giving, forgiving, merciful love for the worst people on the planet, for the people who killed him. He lived love for them even into death. And when he rose from the dead, it turned out that his power, his love was stronger than the evil, the hatred, the injustice, the torture. It was even stronger than death. It turned out he was the son of God. It turned out he was the Messiah, and he came back to this world to bring back the full power of God's love. 
After Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't just disappear to heaven 40 days later. He breathed the power of his resurrection into people who chose to follow him, into very limited people, very weak people, very afraid people who were willing to say, you're the Messiah, I will live your love. Once they came to understand who he truly was, people said, we welcome your spirit. And they allowed his spirit in, and they went into this world and lived his love. That's what's amazingly going to happen in just a couple minutes for most of, for many of you. The largest group of people who will be baptized tonight in the Archdiocese of Boston are sitting in front of you. You think Lawrence is tough? You think we are nasty to one another in this city? You think that there's a lot of bad stuff going on here? You're absolutely right. And God is totally alive. You don't need any more proof than this, that the Holy Spirit is blowing through this city and Jesus is entering into people's lives, usually because other people tell them about him. And people are coming to understand he is the Messiah and I want his Holy Spirit and I want to live in him. That's what we're about to witness. The same thing that happened 2,000 years ago for the first people who got the Alleluia. It's true. He's risen from the dead. He's the savior of the world. I want him in me, and I'm gonna get out into this world to live his love. Last thing I just remind everyone who's about to be baptized, and all of us who have been baptized, we have been saved by a person, not by a book, not by a set of rules, not by a set of really good principles. He has given us a book, a library, the Bible. He has given us the church with all of his teaching. He has given us many, many truths that we try to live. But our Savior, who gives us all of that, is a person. If you're about to be baptized, or if you have been baptized, you were saved by a person, Jesus Christ. He wants to grow in you every day through the scripture and through the sacraments and through the whole church. If we stick together as a community and try to get to know him, Jesus Christ, what does he teach? And how do we put it into practice in this city? He will grow in us. If we're just talking about the scripture, just talking about teachings, just talking about doing good things, that's all fine. But he is the savior. He gave his life for you. He created you. He wants to feed you with himself in this Eucharist. He wants to answer your questions. He wants to show you the way. He is available 24-7 to you. Jesus Christ is a person. He is fully alive through the Holy Spirit. If you and I decide tonight, I'm going to try to focus on him and grow in him. Easter is alive in you. Hallelujah. One, two, three. Thank you for listening. To learn more and to get involved, go to stpatrickparish.com.